0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this Thursday. All right, this is my final day of the week for the podcast, but there is still one more day to our official week, so I will try to make this a good one for the weekend. I will do my best. The pressure is on. That's okay. I can handle it. Ah, all right. I appreciate you all joining me today. If you don't know by now, my name is Elijah, and The Daily Optimist is my way of trying to bring a little positivity into your day as you listen to me go through some news stories that are uh, massive in our world, in our country, and um, you know talk my way through them, how they make me feel. Um, and then I'm going to also go into some positive ones because I need to hear some positive stories to make me feel better. After reading the main stories So I hope that you uh, Enjoy my journey uh, Each episode I appreciate you for joining me each episode And then of course You'll also get your Positive step for the day In this case for the weekend And I will also give you your Quote for the day Alright so As uh, we continue With uh, our daily Struggles of, of Uh our own lives of uh, global life country community all the in between um we can still find a little rainbow of sunshine and remember that uh we can do our best to control our day and we can do our best to uh to control our responses and our actions that we take um in the words of The character of Aaron Burr from Hamilton, I am the one thing in life I can control. Alright, so hopefully you get a little control of yourself today and uh, find a positive way to push forward. Alright, thank you for joining me. I'll be back in just a moment with your news for the day. My name is Elijah Manning and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. For my first story today, I'm going to talk about uh, how the GDP is down uh, 32.9% on the quarter. Um, That is the lowest that it has been in the uh, record or in the time that they have uh, started recording it rather, Uh, which I believe was 70 years ago, 70 something years ago so for comparison the previous worst quarterly gdp plunge was 10 percent in 1958 and we are down 32.9 percent and you know the light at the end of the tunnel is not bright yet um we are still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic i know uh it is still worldwide many places have um bounced back and are uh having gains again and um are able to continue on in uh the new capacity of living in the US we are battling still daily with this uh, as places started to open and prematurely and um our death rate is still increasing the case rate is still increasing we have not done everything we should be to uh, minimize this and uh, unfortunately we are continuing to pay for it i do hope that um people are taking it seriously staying safe protecting each other protecting themselves and we will be uh moving forward um there's also another 1.4 million workers who have filed jobless claims last week it is the 19th straight week that the claims have been over 1 million it is uh, not as high as the peak which was at 6.9 million in late March but it's still historically high levels Um, the previous high again was uh, 1982 with 695,000 and we are doing over a million now every week um they they did get a little bit better but uh it is still there's still a lot more work to do and now we are coming up to the end of our 600 a week in pandemic jobless aid and um we are looking at hopefully having um another stimulus but nothing is finalized yet and um you know the latest release from the Department of Labor shows that some 17 million Americans are still receiving unemployment benefits and um, that is an incredibly high number of people who are in need of this and uh, are unable to work full-time because of the pandemic and that's 17 million people who are about to lose those benefits Um, and as I was doing the story yesterday with uh maybe it was the day before with energy and the bills uh to pay for your electricity when your benefits end what do you do then so we need to make sure that we are holding our representatives uh, responsible and they are making the right choice uh, in still continuing to support uh, the 17 million americans that are receiving unemployment benefits and continue to support all families that have had a decrease in pay because just even if you're not unemployed uh many work less than before but are not uh, even eligible for the unemployment benefit so you know this is one that we all need so let us uh hold hold your reps responsible and um make sure that you you can um Voice your opinion to them. That is, we need these benefits. My second story is going to come from Portland, Oregon. And if you've been paying attention to Portland, Oregon in the U.S., you'll know that there have been federal agents deployed and they are arresting people, um, bringing them in for... Uh, per Trump's orders, and uh, so it turns out that a number of the people that have been arrested, uh, part of the terms for their release is said to prevent them uh, from attending protests going forward. So um, there are lawyers right now who are debating this and talking about this and you know expressing that. Um, Although, you know, you, uh, are told you're under arrest for whatever the purpose is, and in many of these cases it's, uh, like a trespassing misdemeanor, um, or, you know, not, not listening to a sign that said, um, no, basically. It's nothing, no, no, uh, big criminal, um, activity, it's all, like, small misdemeanor. Um... destruction of properties or things of that nature uh so there is a law professor with elon university he says that it's um it's not uncommon for defendants to have to give up certain rights as a condition of release but um in this case he says There's no way you can say that because of something you may have done with respect to federal property, a federal court is going to say you cannot engage in First Amendment protected activity in the entire city in which that federal property is located. Uh, That's just the definition of what First Amendment law considers overbreadth. What you're being asked to give up is much, much greater from a constitutional perspective than that which you are alleged to have done. So again... Um, you know, these are banned from basically assembling, which is supposed to be your right, your freedom of assembly. Um, they are banning them from being able to do that, releasing them, uh, part of the condition of releasing them. So they're taking away their First Amendment right in order to release them from, uh, prisons and jails. Um, now... Um, Another um, lawyer from the Brennan Center for Justice, Liberty, and National Security Program said this kind of blanket First Amendment restriction violates one of the most uh, core constitutional rights. She says the fact that these people may or may not have committed a misdemeanor is irrelevant. They certainly haven't been tried or convicted of any such offense, and they are presumed innocent until proven guilty. Even after someone has been convicted of an offense, that does not mean that the government can require them to give up First Amendment freedoms going forward. So, I know there is a big discussion happening in this world, or at least in this country, about First Amendment rights, and, you know, as a, as a country that declares itself so open for everybody we always have a differentiation on what the first amendment means um you know freedom of speech um you know what what you're allowed to do like when Colin Kaepernick took a knee people said it was him protesting the flag but he came out and said no he's protesting what the flag is supposed to stand for and how it's you know a racial issue and systemic inequalities systemic racism but people turn that narrative so now we are seeing this being under scrutiny once again as these protests continue the line is being blurred more and more Um, the federal response has been to scoop people up and put them in jail and It doesn't seem to be slowing down. Um, And if you're supposedly loving the country, then you should support that. Because I know several years back when the Bundy clan was in Oregon, and the feds were sent in, people thought it was atrocious that the feds were being sent in. It's tyrannical. But now uh, many of those same people are silent and or saying good the feds should be sent in this is the paradox uh, that we are living in currently Um, there's no clear cut answer at the moment it is just continue to fight for what you believe in what is right Um, and if you are a person who believes it works one way and not the other just go in and try to understand why you're believing and what you are fighting against, if you will. Um, You always have to take a look at uh, the other side and why it's not working for you or why you disagree. And I try to do that as often as possible. And that's why I try not to make it a one side versus the other side issue. I try to find the commonality, and the commonality in this is First Amendment should be First Amendment. Um, So we will continue to, to keep our eyes on that situation in Portland. All right, I'll be back in just a moment with some positive news for the day. first positive news story comes from a um, east bay youth organization called the homies empowerment program in um, east oakland california so it's a originally it's an after school program um they you know they've started more than a year ago it started as a storefront and provided books and clothes for the east bay neighborhood but what they have been doing now is um, accepting donations and uh, food, toiletries, and they've been uh, they've opened a quote-unquote freedom store that is open um, from ten to four uh, every Tuesday, in which they um, allow the community to come and grab food and toiletries. Uh, This is specifically for the Latin and black communities that have been impacted by COVID-19 at a higher rate. Um, They have formula, hot food. They um, are trying to respond to what the community needs and what the community asks for. Um, So again, this is free. They allow people to come in and basically quote unquote shop for the things they need. They have volunteers who are offering time um, and You know, people who are donating from all over the place to give back to the community. Um, You know, you can donate money, they say. The um, gentleman in charge says, we don't believe in charity. We believe in solidarity Solidarity. to give back to the community any way you can. Even if it's five minutes or 50 cents, it doesn't matter. Trying to find ways to contribute to the community because we are all in this together. And uh, someone else, another member says, we are going to be open as long as we need and uh they are continually working um you know there's uh somebody who runs the day-to-day operations of it of the freedom store if you will um and you can make a donation they have a gofundme page you can find it freedom store and uh visit their gofundme page and make your own donation if you're interested all right help them help their community if you can my uh next story Comes from a uh, young lady who I know personally, and she uh, had a wonderful story uh, the other night of her helping in her community. She was on her way home, um, which she'd stayed late for. Uh, she's teaching yoga, and she stayed late with a friend. And then when she headed home, she saw a person in the driveway, and she, you know immediately was was unsure then she realized it was a young girl with a backpack and a duffel bag and you know uh she started talking to her and she realized the young lady 14 this young lady was 14 and was uh quote unquote running away from home um you know reminded her of when she was 14 and you know uh when you're 14 things can seem disastrous and more than you can handle um so she invited this young girl inside if she wanted, or she could just stay on the porch if she didn't want to come inside. Um, the young lady opened up to her about, you know, fighting with her with her mother and everything that was going on in her life. And uh, Justine, my friend, she she just let her the young lady open up um, and talk about whatever she needed to. Finally, they calmed down. They saw cars driving around. Uh, it was the family. Um, Justine went out and. You know, talk to the mom who was obviously worried. And can and um. Um. No, my apologies. I messed that story up a little bit. They say saw family people driving around. So she told the young lady to call her mom, and let her know that she is safe. Um, she did I hung up and told her to bring her home, and everything will be okay. So, uh, Justine did bring her home. Gave her her phone number and said, you can call her. She introduced herself to the young lady's mother so that, you know, she would, un- she would know that it was somebody who was uh, being helpful and not being a creep, if you will. So the uh, mother uh, thanked her, and they even hugged out in the yard. Um, so she was able to help this young lady in a time of distress, even though she didn't know her, helped to make sure she got home safely, and, you know, she she just remembers what it's like being 14 and she says it was like to feel alone and lost and confused and fighting with my own family over stupid teenage things and she just wanted this girl to feel acknowledged and heard and uh, she wanted to let her know that everything would be okay um so thank you justine for that wonderful story thank you for helping that young lady who was in need of help at that moment um i hope that you know she will continue to reach out to you if she does have that need and um as you stated her mother is very grateful that you did what you did as well i am grateful what you did even though i i have no skin in the game i am grateful that uh, you you were so supportive and helpful so thank you very much for doing that and i am thankful that you allowed me to share your wonderful story thank you justine all right, you two can share some stories with me if you'd like. I'll tell you how uh, coming up after the break. Well, I'll tell you how in a little while. First, I'm going to give you your positive step for the day. All right for your positive step of the weekend, it is going to be try something new. Alright, try something new. It could be a new food, a new dance, a new movie, a new TV show, a new exercise, a new hike, a new whatever you want it to be. But here's the thing, we are oftentimes afraid of trying new things. Don't be afraid to try something new, a new book, a new author. Uh, try writing something new, whatever that means to you whatever you can think of that's new that you haven't done before, haven't experienced before, now's your opportunity, okay? I know I've said something about this before on an earlier episode, but this is always one to revisit, always trying something new, pushing yourself, learning something new about yourself, finding a new part of yourself that may be interested in something you didn't even know you were interested in. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, My family and I went on an outdoor ropes course, and uh, my wife and I tried a higher difficulty one, and it was a little bit difficult for my wife, and she was getting frustrated and upset and a little bit nervous, and I stayed right with her, and I encouraged her that she could do it, and together we did. I did not just leave her and say, hey, you got this. I stayed right with her, helped her, talked her through it, any issue she was having, waited for her, helped her at the other end, and, uh, we, 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 had a great time, even though it wasn't her favorite to do the high difficulty one. She still did it. She accomplished it. I did it as well. We were sore for the next couple days, but it was worth it. We had a great experience and, um, we got through it together. So push yourself, try something new. All right. I'll be back in just a moment with your positive quote for the day. quote today comes from Lucille Ball. Uh, She was an actress, a comedian, model, studio executive, and producer. She was a star and producer of, you know, uh, I Love Lucy, The Lucy Show. Here's Lucy and others. All right. So she is a, she was a great, powerful woman. Uh, Here is her quote. One of the things I learned the hard way was that it doesn't pay to get discouraged. Keeping busy and making optimism a way of life can restore your faith in yourself. Once again, one of the things I learned the hard way was that it doesn't pay to get discouraged. Keeping busy and making optimism a way of life can restore your faith in yourself. So it goes right along with trying something new. You know, we may get discouraged about things. We may get discouraged with uh, our everyday life sometimes, but if you keep pushing forward you keep finding ways to uh, impress yourself and accomplish something that you didn't expect to be able to accomplish, you will continue to um, believe in yourself more and more. All right? So don't give up on yourself. Keep pushing yourself. Keep moving forward. Um, You can do that, and you'll also be able to encourage others as well. But keep that focus on moving yourself forward. Okay? You got it. Thank you very much, everybody, for making it through another episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you. Of course, I will be back with you next Monday. uh, If you haven't remembered, I am doing just Monday through Thursday now, no longer Fridays. So I appreciate you once again. Thank you to Justine for allowing me to tell her story. If you want to share a story with me, you can do so on Facebook. At the daily optimist you can share it with me on instagram or twitter at the daily opt pod, at the daily opt pod or you can email me i am the daily optimist at yahoo.com the daily optimist at yahoo.com i appreciate you all push yourself this weekend have some fun um try something new and always have faith in yourself you got it you can handle it please rate subscribe and share rate so that other people could find me, subscribe so that you never miss, and share with anybody who needs a little positivity in their day. I appreciate you all. And until next time, everybody, please be well.